Hello, and welcome to the BookMed Canada podcast. I'm Zelina Alvey. And I'm Ainsley Sparks. And this month, we're talking about audiobooks. You may remember our June episode that shared some highlights from our latest State of Digital Publishing in Canada report. In that episode, we mentioned that the number of Canadian publishers producing audiobooks has quadrupled between 2015 and 2017, with 61% now cranking out audio content to meet demand, and 73% expect audiobook sales to increase in the coming year. With all this increased attention around audiobooks, we decided to refresh our studies in audiobook listening from 2014 and 2016 with an updated edition for 2018. The new study, called Readers Are Listening, looks into how Canadian audiobook listeners discover, purchase, and use audiobooks. So what did we find? To start, the majority of respondents consume one to five audiobooks in a year, which is an increase from 2016, and may signal that more readers are trying out audiobooks for the first time. We can also tell you that the average audiobook listener identifies as female, is between 25 and 34, and listens to audiobooks one to several times a week. Audiobook listeners don't just stick to audio, though. 38% of audiobook listeners say that they read the same book in multiple formats. When they do choose audio over print or ebooks, it's usually so they can listen while doing other things, so they can read more books, or because they like being read to. When it comes to finding books to listen to, one in three listen to a sample before purchasing an audiobook. And almost all listeners report that it's usually or sometimes easy to find titles they want to listen to in audio format. So the efforts of publishers to ramp up their audiobook production seems to have paid off. In terms of acquisition, the three most popular ways are online from a retailer, downloading or streaming for free from the internet and apps, and through public library apps such as Libby, which is the OverDrive app, and Hoopla. One out of four respondents use subscription or rental services such as Audible, Audiobooks.com, and Kobo. And what are they listening to? The most popular audiobook subject is science fiction and fantasy, followed by mysteries, thrillers, romance, and memoirs. So that's a quick rundown of some of the highlights from the report. But there's lots more on narrators, what devices they're using, direct quotes from the listeners themselves, and more in the full free study available on our website. You can find it at booknetcanada.ca or check the show notes for a link. With so much action in the audiobook landscape these days, it's no surprise that the industry is working hard to help publishers and retailers meet demand and take advantage of this growth. eBound Canada, a not-for-profit organization that's dedicated to advancing Canadian publishers' engagement in the digital marketplace, has been ramping up its support in this area by helping publishers produce digital audiobooks. Livre Canada Books also just published a report on the global audiobook market, which was written by Forte Business Consulting's Michael DeRosier and Michelle Cobb, who happens to be the executive director of the Audio Publishers Association in the U.S. The report mentions that the global audiobook market is valued at approximately $3.5 billion and growing. They also found that the global audiobook user tends to be young. 52% are between the ages of 18 and 44 though this is even higher in Canada, where 74% of audiobook listeners are between 18 and 44. This is a heartening fact for the future of the audiobook industry. As their report notes, once you become an audiobook listener, you typically continue, which means more purchases over the lifetime of the customer. The full report offers information for publishers on what to consider when making an audiobook, distribution and sales opportunities, how authors and agents are handling audio rights, and international market profiles. We'll include a link to that paid report in the show notes as well, since it's well worth checking out. Audible and Ryerson University also just announced a new joint initiative 
that will see the audiobook retailer invest $12 million over the next three years to fund a performance training facility, companion sound studio, and an annual scholarship fund at the school. The goal of this partnership is to develop, amplify, and celebrate Canadian writers and voices in both English and French. Charles Falzen, an associate professor at Ryerson School of Media and dean of the Faculty of Communications and Design, spoke with us about the initiative and how it's going to support audiobook production in Canada. So, uh, I've heard about this new initiative between Audible and Ryerson. Can you please just walk me through it, tell me what it is, what it involves, where you're at in the timeline? Sure. Um, we uh, have been uh, talking with Audible for quite a while uh, as they were making a real uh, concerted effort to enhance their activities in Canada. And, uh, and so it really started over a year ago where uh, we had been met with them as to look at opportunities of how we can take their expertise and some of their funding in helping us grow uh, uh, the work that we're doing in audio entertainment, particularly in our School of Performance. So uh, really, when that when we announced it recently was when it was formal, official, and now uh, the uh, the programming is just uh, starting, and the facilities are being uh, uh, renovated as we speak, and uh, the scholarships will be announced uh, in November. Uh, so we're, we're uh, rolling forward on all three fronts, but uh, uh, clearly uh, there's there's a lot of excitement about it in terms of. Uh, because these things, these things work really well for, for, for not just because of the specifics of the uh, programs or the dollars or the uh, facilities, but they're also a catalyst for change. Uh, they, 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 they bring people to a, a focal point uh, of, of thinking about audio entertainment. We've been in that business for quite a while, but this has, this has been a, a renewed, renewed focus by our School of Performance and by uh, other schools here. So it's just beginning to, to buzz. In addition to having the strong school of performance, we also have the strong media production school called RTA School of Media, and that link is also benefiting quite a bit out of this because making those productions, which may or may not seem simple to people, it's not just putting a recorder on and starting it, it's, it's actually setting it up and directing and some effects and package and music and presentation, that is a skill that we are also introducing through this uh, partnership to our media production people. We have a very strong audio stream in that uh, in that production which which has evolved from being traditional radio to being a lot more including a lot of podcasts and so on but this is an important building block for them too great so the facilities and some of the other components talk a lot about um, general audio entertainment but i mean it is a partnership with audible how much of a focus is on audiobooks specifically or is i think it's very much a focus on audiobooks i think that uh the, the you know the, clearly the the word audio entertainment encompasses a lot more ranging from from music to uh, to news uh, but uh, but what we're talking about here is uh, is audio narratives or, or or podcasts or whatever but particularly audio books and uh, it's an area of growth in terms of uh, consumer demand and it's an area of growth in terms of opportunity for talented performers in particular. So yeah, it is it is that that area, that growing area that we have taken a bold move in 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 uh, enhancing our our ability to uh, offer a better education in. So audiobook production in Canada definitely seems to be in the midst of an expansion. Um, according to our research, the percentage of Canadian publishers producing digital audiobooks quadrupled between 2015 and 2017. So it's now sitting around 61%. So the demand for homegrown talent and facilities seems likely to continue growing. 
what role do you see Ryerson playing in this field in terms of supporting the industry and the production of Canadian audiobooks? I think that, um, you know, the, 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 these things, in a world where there is so much material available in so many different um, media, um, it is really easy to forget the difference between uh, uh, general material that's available. All, a lot of it is, is, is developed by consumers themselves or by amateurs, and, and that's good. That's, that's part of what's available online. But the difference between that and professional talent, people who are actually uh, trained and skilled to actually take the quality to a, a, a higher level. That's what Ryerson's uh, schools are all about. We are uh, about developing talent for this creative era that uh, that will appeal to discerning consumers. And so as the industry grows, as the demand grows, so will uh, uh, audience discernment. Consumers will want to say, well, hold on, that's not as good as, you know, it's not acceptable to just have, you know, somebody just read the book. It is about really putting the character into life. Uh, it is about uh, adding adding elements of, 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 of a narrative that come from how the, 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 the book is interpreted. So that's why the, having Ryerson School of Performance in particular, one of Canada's leading schools of, of, of performance that is really focused on audiences, be ready for this is a really, really good thing. And it's really no different, whether it was uh, working in a Stratford play or working on a TV production or working on, uh, on an audiobook. It is about acting and it is about talent and uh, uh, I think that it's going to put our uh, students in a better place but I also think it's going to be putting the growth of the industry in a better place because the, the, this industry is not just about demand, it's about the, the, the ability to have professionals ready to do the work. So that's why we think we're ahead of the game. Mm -hmm. So in a few years you could see lots of Ryerson trained professionals out in the field really helping, you know, homegrown Canadian audio production, production reach whole new levels. Yeah, it's already happening. And, and but in, uh, I think the idea that it is a, a very, very uh, current, even though ironically people think of audio and books as maybe being uh, old media, the, 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 it isn't. The, uh, connecting with the devices that people have in a different way through audiobooks is very much a, a 21st century uh, renaissance of storytelling and ultimately actors are storytellers and uh, so, so yeah, we, we have a lot of enthusiasts. Now those same actors will be doing their storytelling through numerous modalities, right? Uh, but uh, uh, it doesn't matter. They could be uh, doing audio uh, entertainment in one day and they could be working on a feature film another day. Uh, it's really still the same skill set that they're getting here. The only difference is in the midst of that skill set we're giving them here, we are giving them a specialization that they, could, they would have in audio that they wouldn't get anywhere else. It's not just a, a secondary product. They, they're actually going to be trained for it specifically. It's a very exciting field, it seems, with a lot of different opportunities out there. Yeah, very much so. And we're really lucky to have Audible as a partner, not just financially, but also to have Audible as a partner as the, the, the leader in, in this field in really uh, understanding the difference between just what would be a recorded book and a whole new form of entertainment. And I think that's the difference. It is a whole new form of entertainment. And, and their ability to take this seriously by investing in the future talent, the talent for the creative era, is, coincides with us because we take seriously doing 
the development and education in conjunction with the industry leaders. It's, it's, not, it's, 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 it's a win-win. So is it safe to say that I think we're all on the same page? We're going to expect the audiobook landscape to continue growing over the next 5, 10, 15 years maybe. Do you think more investments are needed by the educational sector, the government, by readers, retailers, publishers, to help it continue growing? It feels like um, it's, there's definitely a lot of impetus right now, but to make sure that it continues for a long time. Well, definitely, you know, we need to be always uh, giving our, our uh, investing in the best, best preparedness for our students. But I would say the responsibility is even bigger than that. I think the, the you know, you talk 5, 10, 15 years, I have to tell you that I don't know what the world's going to be like in 15 years in terms of the, the, the approaches to audio entertainment or the approaches to any kind of media. I think for us, part of this is to be always nimble and thinking ahead. Our job is to look at where the puck is going, not, not just where it is. So I think that this is an investment in where we think it's going to be with Audible in, 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 in the next few years. Is that five years? Is that 10 years? I don't know. But it, it, you know how it evolves, how it changes, uh, we are always about uh, with with companies like Audible and with others. We have numerous partners in various fields here, ranging from uh, you know Facebook to 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 numerous companies uh, uh, that that we're looking at where what's next, how it is evolving, what 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 are audience trends, and therefore the preparedness for the 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 actors will continue on the one hand to be the same because stories are stories and talent is talent, but at the same time what they're ready to do, you know, uh, is going to be maybe different in, t in seven years than it is today. We'll, and we'll be, we're always ahead of the game. Great. Well, it's, it's great to hear such a great educational institution, you know, leading the pack and really investing in the audiobook landscape. Thanks to Charles for speaking with us. If you're interested in learning more about the initiative or any of the other projects and reports we've mentioned in this episode, you can find lots of links in the show notes. Thanks to the Government of Canada for their support through the Canada Book Fund for this project. And of course, thanks to you for listening.